the ModHop podcast. Traveling better with ModHop.com founder Jake Redman and travel junkie Anthony Ryan. We just did a whole start to the podcast that was terrible. Yeah. It was a little funny because we were talking about groceries and we were talking about making a sounder and a whole new feature called Grocery Talk. Well, if the listeners want it, they'll get it. But until we hear from you telling us you want your own grocery portion of the podcast. We'll make it a Twitter poll. (laughs) Okay. If you want us to start or finish the podcast with Grocery Talk or us rating grocery delivery services in the uh, New York, New Jersey area, (laughs) then... I'm guessing we're going to get a lot of no votes. Uh, so, but what we were leading up to was that uh, there's going to be no podcast next week, likely, because not only is it the Thanksgiving weekend, holiday weekend, it's also the weekend of your wedding. It is. Yeah. Friday. So. One week from, t- in one week. <laughs> yeah. In a week, you'll be a married man. Well, you're already a married man, technically. Te- hey, come on. But, you know, the ceremony means something. So. Yeah. In the eyes of the Lord, you will be, or whatever. In the eyes of eyes all of that are attending. your non-denominational, agnostic, whatever, I don't even know what faith you or your wife. And now we're going to, Jake's Faith Corner. I could be able, just another whole, podcast segment? Yeah, another podcast segment. We're, we're just, <laughs> this is more a brainstorming meeting than it is yeah. a podcast. And you're invited to listen. Yeah. You're invited into our home. To I think praise you could, whatever you praise. You can make a very good preacher. Thank you. <laughs> I, I could see it already. I just feel like I need to talk in that accent. I don't know why. <laughs> Although, my church, it's more like a TED Talk. Oh, that's right. Our pastor threw a bowl of stew last weekend on stage to okay. get his point across. Why? I'm not going to try and summarize it, but the stew represented, I think, temptation or... Uh, going astray or something like that and and yeah i think it sort of represented like having something that you don't have and he threw the stew uh, the stew saying that it's not worth it it's just a bowl of stew and then we went home and my wife made stew <laughs> and specifically lentil stew which is what he was talking about he was like it's just a bowl of lentil stew we love lentil stew yeah he's like you're not gonna go out and buy lentil stew from a truck but I think I would if it was really good. So the point did not get across. Well, you. I got what he was saying, but I don't share his disgust for lentil stew. Maybe what was the lentil stew representing? Uh, Temptation, e- evil, I evil? guess. Yeah. Did you throw the stew on the ground? I did not throw the stew on the ground. It was delicious lentil stew. Yeah. It made my boy throw up. Okay. Um, this story just keeps getting but uh, we, we deeper found, and deeper here. We found out, and this is loosely related, the next day he had lentil stew at school and threw up again. So we've decided he's allergic to lentils. Well, this was a very productive weekend, turns out. It's not a stew. Yeah. Been thrown around this weekend. Figuratively uh, and literally. Is there any stew at your wedding? There will not be any stew. Certainly no lentils. Because uh, we don't give in to temptation. <laughs> and it's a wedding, not a soup kitchen. <laughs> uh, so let's do some news real quick. And I think you've got something too, right? Yeah, I- I'm a quiz you. Don't you have something about bad airports for the oh, holiday yeah, weekend? Of course. Hey, Thanksgiving's coming up. I love a good bad airports quiz. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope everyone's ready to be uh, to be a participant in this Get quiz. Get ready to be quizzed. Yes. 
Uh, so mobile passport, have you heard of it? No. Um, it's becoming a bigger thing as people try to speed up their re-entry, uh, re-entry. Mobile passport? I wonder what it means. Well, let me tell you. It speeds <laughs> up your re-entry into the U.S. after a long-haul trip. Mobile passport uh, could be a good app to have on your phone this holiday season if you're headed overseas. It helps to speed up the re-entry process if the airport has staffing and a separate line set up exclusively for users of the app. In a nutshell, you download the app, enter your passport info, answer some questions, and hit send once you land in the U.S. In return, you get a QR code that the customs agent scans inside the airport. And while that single line isn't as consistently available as global entry, it's at least worth a shot. So you're telling me, I think it seems like we're, we're on the path towards no physical passport. Well, this sti- you still need to bring your passport. So you still need your passport. Hmm. This literally is, this is not a literal mobile version of your passport. No, this is just, uh, you take your passport and you can scan it to get the information into the app when you arrive at the airport. And then once you get there, you get a QR code. What it does is even if there's no line or if you go through the longer line, you go to a customs agent and they scan it and it speeds that part of the process up. Right. Some airports, and I don't know that it's consistent, uh, at any of the airports, and some airports don't even have a dedicated line. Um, but if you've got that, the whole thing will be faster because it'll only be mobile passport users, so that line will right. likely go faster. Um, if they don't have that set up, you go through the regular line, and just the part where you go to the customs agent is faster. Right. Well, my thinking is, to my comment, was that I think at some point in the future, let's say give it 10 years, 15 years maybe, digital passports. What do you think? Well, we'll just be taking rockets to places by then. That's in 15 years? Yeah, 15. Rockets? 16. Maybe. 15. Maybe. Maybe this world will not even be here. Who knows? Well, let's not get dark. Jeez, I don't know where that came from. (laughs) I've been watching too many end-of-the-world movies recently. Or or the news. (laughs) Uh, If you got an email from Frontier Airlines in the past few days suggesting that your Thanksgiving holiday weekend flights have been canceled, it was all just a big goof up. Oh, boy. USA Today Travel is reporting that the email's most ominous line, there has been a change to your upcoming flight, unnecessarily freaked out customers because there was no supporting info in the email. Nothing explained what the change was. Frontier didn't respond to customer inquiries until much later, seemingly because they weren't sure exactly what happened themselves, and their phone lines were tied up almost instantly after the email arrived. So... If you're picking up your emails late and see that, by all means, check your flight, but it may be nothing. That's a big goof up there. Yeah. That's, there's nothing worse than getting that email when you're about to get out of town on probably a really expensive ticket. Yeah, right. Where you probably spent more and need to get there at a specific time. Like Thanksgiving dinner is at a specific time. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's why a lot of people, don't. I think, don't take uh, travel vouchers on the holiday. I seem to get them a lot around the holidays. They offer them at the gate. Like, uh, this flight is oversold. You know, if you're trying to get somewhere, we'll fly you there tomorrow. Actually, but nobody ever wants to take it because then they miss the whole dinner. Yeah, my buddy's actually hoping to do that. He, the, I have a friend visiting from L.A. Uh, he's trying to get Coming to the wedding. And he, on the way back to L.A., he's leaving Saturday midday. He's going to go there with all the intention of taking a voucher if he gets offered it. And to just get bumped. Wait, when is he leaving? He's going back to L.A. Saturday after Thanksgiving. 
So there is a possibility because there's a lot of people traveling back. I only seem to get them on like the day before the holiday. Yeah. Or the few days before the holiday. But I don't know. I guess it depends on the flight and, you know, yeah. the destination. But you never know. I mean, he's, I've never ha- gone into a flight with that mindset to be like, all right, I want to take the first offer that's given to me. Like, I'm always needing to be somewhere at a certain time. Like, sometimes the, the importance of being there isn't as important as, or isn't as valuable. <laughs> as the voucher itself. We flew from Newark to, or we were going to fly from Newark to Minneapolis for Christmas one year. This is what just, it was just my wife and I. When you've got a family, that all changes, you know. The voucher could be a lot more than usual. And if you're flying with kids, you're not going to trudge home with all your gear. Yeah, And yeah. then go back to the airport later it's or the next hassle. day. But when it was just she and I, they offered, it was Delta Airlines and we were flying back to Minneapolis and they were offering 10 $1,000 vouchers. So each person would get a $1,000 voucher. So we took it. It was the day before Christmas. So we took, we got $2,000 worth of vouchers. And they got us on a flight out of LaGuardia the next morning, which was easy for us because we lived in Manhattan at the time. Nice. I think that was, to date, the best voucher deal I've ever gotten. Yeah, that's a good deal. You use it, right? Oh, yeah, of course. We went to Italy the next year. Heck, yeah. So I, was, I don't know that that's common, but um, and I don't know that you can really bank on just getting a, a voucher because it's sort of... Um, there, there was a site that predicted the likelihood of bumps. I yeah. don't know if it's still there, but something like that might still be out there. We'll look into it for a future podcast. Uh, boarding area partner, frequent miler, points to an intriguing new credit card offer. Please use credit responsibly. ModHop does not maintain affiliate relationships with card companies. Frequent miler might, though. Uh, we've just got low-rent banner ads <laughs> generate somewhere between like 0 and $15 a month. Wait. That's- we get stop, paid? Stop looking at me like you're going to get a cut. I want those two cents, I'll, man. I'll buy you a coffee. Uh, the American Airlines Aviator card issued by Barclays added back a $99 you pay the tax companion certificate to the offer in addition to 60000 advantage miles after your first purchase and payment of the first year $99 annual fee. So basically, they're waiving the fee for the first year in a roundabout way. But I like that you don't have to do a minimum spend. You just have to make the first purchase. That's pretty amazing. So, I mean, you could buy a dollar pack. How many, could, how many miles again? You get 60,000 Advantage miles. Right, right. And your first check bag free, I'm assuming. and The typical benefits of, of having a, a branded credit card. Get this, you receive 25% in-flight savings on food and beverages. Those are the ones I don't even bother mentioning. <laughs> like, Get you this. Buy, you buy a $6 sandwich yeah, and save 25%. $8. Is it 25%? 25%. Uh, I guess that's not bad. Yeah. The one thing about Advantage cards that I do like are reduced mileage awards. Because I have the Business Advantage card, I saw redemptions for Minneapolis, Newark, Minneapolis for, I'm sorry, LaGuardia, Minneapolis for 5,000 points one way. So you can conceivably get a 10,000 point round trip to Minneapolis, which is kind of unheard of. Even yeah, that's pretty amazing. Low travel dates. So um, you can find deals in there. They're not always there americans sort of dicey as to where you can find the deals but you know if they work they work so sixty thousand is a good bonus however you cut it america america Airlines. so tell me where's the worst what are the worst airports to go through on a holiday weekend like thanksgiving it's coming up why don't you tell me atlanta you're correct. I, I only say that. And I we just talked about this when we were out with the uh, the good folks from Culture Trip. Someone asked me what my 
least favorite air, domestic airport was, and they were shocked that I didn't say Atlanta. Why didn't you? Because I don't mind it. I, I think because I have a rhythm. There's a rhythm to Atlanta that once you get it, you get it. I've never had to deal with being in Atlanta and coming into the airport. I've always just connected there. So I know where to go in the airport. And there are, the thing is, there are so many parts of it that if you're not just connecting, you can find a corner somewhere. You know, <laughs> if, it's, if you've got to kill two hours, go all the way out to the international term- terminal, sort of work your way back until you find a space. So, yeah. And it's, it's a really crowded airport most of the time. So a lot of times you don't exactly find that. But, you know, who's ever – if you're connecting – over you know no more than two hours it's never that bad there's a train that runs between each of the terminals you probably just like to go on the train and go back and forth don't you i don't know it's not it's not even an interesting airport it's not one that i go to and i'm excited to go to but i don't think about it that much i I feel like what did you pick as your worst airport to visit in the u.s i don't like denver it's not my. I don't know if that's my worst, but that's the one that people like the most that I don't like. It's too weird and big. It's like it's got this largeness to it, and it's not dated, but not current enough for me to like that much. It's weird. Hmm. You know, interesting. I don't know. There is it. Is it the altitude? Maybe it's the altitude. <laughs> one thing I do like about Denver is that if you do find a place to sit, it's remarkable because you can see the mountains. I think. If I'm remembering it correctly, I did have one or two good experiences there, but the lounges aren't great. The, you know, the shops aren't all that interesting. It's just sort of a big, it's just a massive nothingness to me. Well, Denver's number five on this list. This list, according to Business Insider, uh, the busiest airports and travel days during Thanksgiving, which also essentially coincides. How do they rate? Is it just a bunch of of editors? Yeah, they took the numbers from the Airports Council International source. Is it just canceled flights by canceled flights? Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> just going to make random noises until no, you answer it's, me. <laughs> they combine statistics from the amount of delays, amount of traffic, all that stuff, and they oh, okay. pull so it into some sort of... It's uh, not the, a survey of sorts. It's not... No, there's there's some sort of numbers thing going on. What do they call it? Math? It's not. Oh, there's, there, there's some but sort it's of not math. a people's choice kind of thing. It's not like they voted. No, no. They, this is this is more of a proper list. And you were right. Atlanta is number one on their list. Uh, number two, you'd probably guess this one too. In the U.S., busy, busiest travel airports. Oh, right. The New York airports have got to be up there. Well, actually, uh, not so bad. They're number six. JFK. JFK is number six. Yeah. Well, let's see. Who's number two? Are they connecting airports? Uh, I think these next two would be pretty obvious. Two and three. So probably San Jose. So what? <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, Albuquerque. No. Yeah. Uh, why isn't it coming to me? Houston. Uh, Houston is not on there. No. Why would I say not Houston? Houston's 10. not a bad airport. I actually yeah. kind of like Houston. Well, yeah, I mean, you're kind of close with the Texas thing. Dallas? Dallas number four. Yeah. Oh, God, I hate Dallas. Oh, jeez. Okay, I take wow. it back. Dallas is worse than, except for the, I like the new terminal. That was like an instant terminal. reaction for you. But I forgot, like, the old, like the older terminals at Dallas, and unless they've refurbished them or knocked them down since I was there last, uh, was awful. I hate connecting there. Really? Huh? Yeah. It's wow. just the way the airport is laid out. It's not conducive to modern travel. Yeah, well, we're, I'm talking about the airport where my buddy's going to uh, going back to, and trying to get a uh, voucher. <laughs> He's flying back home to Los Angeles. Oh, Los Angeles. Yeah. 
LAX. That one I can see being a pain to people who don't like go, going to airports. Yeah. Just because, you know, it's another one. It's not, it's actually, that one would probably be worse than Atlanta because Atlanta, at least you can sort of get to different parts of the airport pretty easily. It's not like you can easily jump from term between terminals at LAX. So, um, yeah, I see that. And, of course, third would be smack dab the middle there. Oh, Salt Lake City. Oh, my goodness. I'm failing this test. <laughs> You're so close. Why? <laughs> How am I close? You're not close at all. Oh. I'm just joking. There it is. Oh, Chicago. Chicago. Oh, it's, the, it's just the busiest airports. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. by traffic. Okay. But also, I was thinking during the holidays. Abstract, I was thinking, like, what, what doesn't have convenient shopping? <laughs> Who's got the best lounges? You know what's interesting? Obviously, Thanksgiving, not a great time to travel. And I do feel bad for having my wedding during Thanksgiving for some people. But for other people, they're going to be coming to town anyway. You know, all my friends from the area. So it's, it's sort of like a two-in-one. Visit your family, visit me for my wedding, and uh, done and done, right? Yeah, so, no, it's great. It really worked with my plans to go home for Thanksgiving. So sorry. So. Were you really going to go home to, we're, we're to Mini? Well, we had discussed the plan of going to the Bay Area to hang out with my sister. But honestly, uh, I don't know. It might have worked out just like Christmas because, you know, we have to, we're slaves to the vacation time that we can take. Yeah. And uh, who else is out that week? Exactly. Um, so, okay, what were the top, let's recap the top five before we cut this thing off. These are the busiest U.S. airports by number of passengers last year. So, by and large, the worst airports to travel through during the holiday season. Right. Okay. Number five. Denver, Colorado. Number four. Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. Number three. The center of the country and sorta in the north, Chicago, Illinois. Number two. And I think specifically O'Hare. I'm not looking at the airport codes. Uh, Number two is Los Angeles, California, Hollywood. And number one. Atlanta. <laughs> I want to give Atlanta a lot of fanfare because yeah. I'm not totally on board with them being the worst airport, but I understand that they are the busiest U.S. airport by number of passengers in 2018. So, yeah, well, I ain't traveling nowhere. <laughs> well, neither am I. Thanks, wedding guy. You're welcome. See, uh, we're out next week, but be sure to maybe catch up on listing. We're now on the Pandora app. If you go to pandora.com, I guess, and you can listen there or download the Pandora app. I think that's how that works. Right. What are the kids doing these days? They listen to Pandora. Or wherever you get your fine, awesome podcast, or even the bad ones, like ours. Hey, I'll see you next week. No, you won't. Oh, you will. You'll see me. Yeah. Nobody else will. Right. Okay, bye. Bye. The Mod Hop Podcast with Jake Redman and Anthony Ryan. Are you really going now? Yeah, let me just make sure there's no...
Oh, can I still add shop. to my... I can't add to my order anymore. Uh, if you want. What are you ordering? Uh, my Peapod order. Oh, you ordered Peapod? I ordered Peapod the other day on Sunday. Peapod. I like to switch between uh, Peapod, Peapod Fresh, Direct. Fresh Direct, Amazon, and uh, every now and then we'll do ShopRite. I don't think I could deal with that kind of an inconsistency. Well, the thing is, she her standards are very high. They She tends to uh, lean towards the Whole Foods slash Amazon mm. thing. So every now and then I have to balance it out with a little shop right. Especially if we need stuff like paper towels, tissues. Mm. There's no way in hell I'm spending the money at Whole Foods to get that stuff. You're damn right. Dad gummit. Just reminded me I should have ordered some paper towels. Yeah. Oh, you know what I did? What? There was a coupon. I'm Peapod, you can sign up and add coupons to it. Yeah. yeah. The clipper. You do the, you clip the coupons to the thing? Mm-hmm. You do that? Yeah. Are we recording this? We are now. Oh. We have been this whole time. We have this whole time? Yeah. So on our first ever episode, actually we'll just call it a feature, Grocery Talk. Yes, that's right. Are well, you stocking up for your wedding? Wait, did we just have a sounder for that? What? The gro- Grocery Talk? Maybe. I don't, it depends on how much time I have later. <laughs> I'm guessing no. No. Attention, ladies and gentlemen. This is the manager. Right now in aisle seven, we've got a special on uncooked podcast features. I'm going to erase all of that. Okay, restart. That's a bunch of garbage wait, that is. Wait, wait.